everyone, I'm Ari Medlin, here with Rachel Pauly, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 91, and this week we've decided to do another fun Would You Rather game. Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show, and if you enjoy our episodes, please do give it a like. It really helps with the algorithm, so please, please, please click that like. Okay, so I'm sure you've heard of these ones before. We've already done a writer's edition and a reader's edition, and since it's sort of Christmas time-ish... Well, December. We're going to do a Christmas edition. And obviously, join in, you know, answer the same questions. So I'm going to go first. Would you rather stay at home on Christmas and get lots of presents or go to Lapland to see Santa and his reindeers but not get any presents? I don't know what Lapland is. We have Santa's village here and Santa comes to the mall. (laughs) But I have no idea what Lapland is. You know the concept that Santa lives at the North Pole? Yes. For any children listening, Santa lives at the North Pole. (laughs) It's not a concept. Santa lives at the North Pole. So Lapland is a region in Finland. And it gets lots of snow and everything. And there's an area there that has like Santa's grotto, real reindeer, sled. And it has this full Santa in his element experience. And you can go there and you can visit and holiday there. So yeah, it's like going to the North Pole. And seeing Santa's grotto and, you know, like his toy factory and obviously seeing the reindeers and going on sled rides with the reindeers. So you get that kind of full immersive experience of Santa and his land. So that's Lapland. What's your answer now that you know that? Actually, my answer hasn't changed now that I know what it is, especially because you said that there's lots of snow. And so that's a no go for me. I would honestly rather stay at home on Christmas and get lots of presents. Not because of the presents, but just for the fact that I get to stay home. I really, no offense to Santa, but I really don't care to meet him. If anything, I would rather meet the reindeer, but more so I would just rather stay home. That's it. I have to admit, I I always was very much more impressed with the flying reindeer than than Santa and his presents. It didn't bother me as much as as the reindeers. I thought they were brilliant. Um, I think I'd probably be, I'd like to stay at home and not get presents because I'm, I'm just tired of, of presents. I know it sounds really weird, like I'm being really a bar humbug, but I don't know. I just, I have enough stuff in my house. I don't need any more stuff. You know, <laughs> I'm just getting tired of that. I'd like, I actually like just the, the feeling of, of Christmas, you know, when you've got like, it's cold outside, you're inside, maybe there's a fire, you've got the Christmas movies on or the Christmas music and some good food and maybe some good company. That is like, Lapland is a cool idea. And yeah, I would probably go just to see the reindeer, but at the same time traveling, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And, and I agree with you with the whole, with the present thing. I have too much stuff as well, and I would rather just enjoy a nice meal or something and just be with, be around the people I love, and that's it. Well, that's, I think that's, you know, it's, it's, it's a proper, like, feeling, isn't it? It's like, it's like yeah, it's almost like we, we live on a Christmas card, you know, you sit there like, oh, yeah, the fire and the stockings and everyone sitting around drinking cocoa. It's like, so much better. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's relaxing. There's no stress with the gift giving or receiving or anything like that. Yeah, I think as you get older, there is a, a stress about gifts, either giving or receiving, you know, whether you have to figure out what you're getting people. And, and I don't know, we never seem to, even if people ask, tell us what they want, we never seem to get it right because they give you a list and then you can't find exactly what it is to buy something similar and apparently that's not the right thing. And, it, you know, or they're getting something you don't want and then having to plaster a fake smile going, oh, great, how long do I have to keep this before I can get rid of it? You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but I'm gonna go into my next, into the next question. And I'll ask you, would you rather go carol singing with friends or play charades with strangers? I would actually rather go carol singing with friends, not because I can sing, not because I like singing, not because I enjoy going and spreading Christmas cheer, but you can sort of lose yourself in a group of carolers. It doesn't matter how bad you are, you know, there'll always be someone worse and there'll always be someone better and you can kind of drown out yourself. Whereas playing charades with friends, without friends, with strangers, it's all awful because everyone's watching you and staring at you. I mean, even the, the simple thing like where it's like, how many syllables, that goes straight out of my head. The moment I stand up to do charades, it's like, uh, you know, um, yeah. So no, I, 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 no, I hate the concept of playing charades with anybody. So caroling it is. I agree with you. I absolutely despise charades. And at the time of recording this episode, the nine-year-old that I babysit has been really into charades lately for some reason. And even though it's just the two of us, I do not like doing it at all. Like when it's my turn, I would rather just sit there and watch her go crazy and I just guess. But I have to say I would rather go carol singing with friends because I think like, especially during the, the rest of the year, everybody's so busy anyway. I think this would be a good excuse to see your friends as well. So that, I mean, that's kind of the other thing. I'm not really fond of singing either, but it'd be something fun to do. Yeah, I think it'd be more memorable. Like, oh, remember that time we went carol singing and, and we knocked on someone's door and they yelled, yelled at us leave because they didn't want to hear our horror. Right. You know, more, better than just like, remember when we played trays with the strangers and we were crap at it and they were crap at it and we all had a horrible time. See, exactly. Although, actually, the way you explain that, it sounds like there's fun memories for either one. <laughs> in a way, in a strange, twisted way. Okay, with that, I'm going to move on to the next question. Would you rather have Christmas dinner with the family or a Christmas buffet with your friends? I'm going to say Christmas dinner with the family. There's a couple of reasons for this. I actually like my family. And also my dad's side of the family, we only see them the once a year on Christmas anyway. So it'd be nice to see them. And also my closest friend is always invited to my family gatherings. So I'll see her anyway. <laughs> that and also most of my friends are online anyway. So the, the buffet would consist of like three people and that's it. Quite a cool thing. It's like if you have friends online, you have a Zoom buffet where you all bring a plate, like lots of different plates of food. And you just snack while chatting online. That would be fun. That would actually be a lot of fun. <laughs> I have to admit, it's, it's, this, I don't know why I picked this question. I actually, I spend my, my, my Christmases with my family. I travel back to England and I really do like that. It's, it's even with some of the like, you know, sometimes we have the petty arguments because it's family, it's what you do and everything it is really nice. The dinner can be a bit difficult because obviously being a vegetarian and my family is not, there is always the awkwardness of like, oh, having to make something extra or the comments you will still get, you know, you, it's been like well over 10 years, I still get comments. But I, I almost want to be a difficult again and say Christmas with the family, but with a buffet. Because I have to admit, I really love buffets. I just any family event we have to go to I, I am always more interested if there's a buffet I don't know what it is about being able to go up with a plate and just like selecting lots of different things rather than having you know a full meal put in front of you I don't know I just I really like buffets who knew see that's how my mom does Christmas every year she'll end up making so many different things and she just sets it all up on the counters in the kitchen 
And when dinner's ready, everybody just gets in line, grabs a plate and just makes up their own thing. And then we all go find a spot somewhere in the house. Like we don't even sit together because my house isn't like, we don't have a room large enough to fit everybody. So like the adults will be in one room and then the kids will be in another room. Oh no, we, we do have, we do have a, a table and we fit around it because we just have the immediate family because my partner stays with his family for, for Christmas and our extended family. They all have their own kids and grandkids and great grandkids. So we, right. we don't really see them anymore. So we do, although every now and then, there would be like the odd emergency chair that doesn't really fit with the rest and someone perched on the corner, you know, trying to eat, trying to eat while I'm like, cool nope. and things like that. Yeah, that's why I think the buffet works better because then you're not forced to sit at the table awkwardly. You can sit, you just pull the t- chairs out. You can sit anywhere on the chairs, on the sofa and everything. You're most balanced in a plate and you don't have this kind of feeling cramped, especially if you have like a large amount of food out, you know, um, if you're having like, you know, your, your original, your traditional dinner and they've got like veggies in different pots everywhere you need a big table to have that and then your own plates and then cut and cups and everything and you know decoration in the middle whereas if the whole table is just food and then you can go take some and then leave and sit somewhere else I think that's a better idea but uh yeah maybe it's just it's just the buffet it's not buffet (laughs) it's a lot of fun and I have to say like with you being a vegetarian like that's how my family is my cousin recently became a vegetarian a few months ago so this will be her first Christmas as a vegetarian so my mother is like I don't know I don't know what to make for her but then also my aunt is gluten-free so my poor mother is always like she's always making one meal for the family but then she has to make extra stuff for my aunt and now she's gonna have to make something different for my cousin (laughs) because my uncle wants to come over for Christmas last year because of COVID we didn't see each other, but he wants to come this year. Cause he's like, I made ribs last year and one of his daughters doesn't like ribs. So she ended up eating a grilled cheese, I think. And then now his other daughter is vegetarian. So he's like, I don't know what to cook. <laughs> Coming to your house. I do love that. It's like people literally freak out when vegetarians are like, I mean, I'm actually even more difficult because while I'm not a full on vegan, I am right on the cusp of being that because I don't I, I won't eat um I, don't, I try and reduce my cheese now I have vegan cheese vegan mayo vegan butter vegan milk so I'm just one of those really annoying people so I'm not even I mean I will actually I will have real cheese at, if I have to go to like a restaurant because you almost never find a place that caters enough for a vegan I will adapt and everything but um yeah it, it can be quite difficult but at the same time it's it's they, they honestly make it out as if it's so difficult like they have to go to some really special store like sometimes it's literally like make exactly what you make for everybody else all the veg but just don't add meat you know that turkey just don't put that on the plate just put all the veg and just don't put the turkey on I mean the turkey you have on the plate isn't half of the meal it's literally one portion and then several, you know, lots of portions of veg just put another portion of veg on that's all it's not difficult <laughs> but I do get that whole like what are we gonna cook you it's, like, it's not that hard it's really not see my mom goes all out and she's like if we're gonna have a big meal you have to have a big meal so once my cousin turned vegetarian my mom went to the grocery store and she came home with all these different vegetarian options of meat and things like that of all these different brands and she was like here try this here try that here, try this. 
yeah, we're just a pain. I, I appreciate we, we can be a pain. It, it does throw meat eaters off completely. And I appreciate it. it is difficult, especially as you said, if you're making a lot of food and then you have to tailor it to like someone who's gluten-free, someone who has allergies, someone who's a plant-based diet, you know, someone who um, doesn't like turkey but loves chicken. You know, there's always that. So that is a pain, I suppose. But again, if you had a buffet, everyone could bring their own dish and they could at least bring something that they personally would like. See, buffets solve all problems. See, there you go. And I'm actually going to continue this conversation with more food. I'm going to jump around. (laughs) Would you rather eat gingerbread cookies or candy canes? I have to say, candy canes aren't really a big thing over here. You wrote the question. (laughs) I know, I did. (laughs) I did find some of these questions randomly and amended them. But yeah, it was the only thing I could think of that was like a Christmassy thing was candy canes. We we do have them, but they're not like like really prevalent over here. It's like the... um, what is it that you guys have? They're like a little triangle. Is it like a oh, candy corn? Yeah, we don't have that. I've seen it and I know what it is, except I couldn't remember the name of it. But no, we don't. That's good. Yeah. We don't want candy corn over no, there. It doesn't look nice. <laughs> but I, I, I understand it's like it's like a hard candy. Is candy cane? Is it like a hard roll that looks like a little walking stick kind of thing? Yeah, it's just it's peppermint. Yeah, we we have like rock it's called like um it's usually titled to something like blackpool rock blackpool is a place and what they do is they sell this really hard candy that's rolled and it usually has the word blackpool written in it somehow and honestly it's horrible because it feels like you're breaking your teeth trying to bite it and i suppose it could be one of those where you suck it but i i don't do that i just bite you know and there's oh, this lozenge that you suck nope it'll get chomped in seconds so i would definitely go for gingerbread cookies even though they can be quite you know like tangy a bit the ginger could be quite sharp but yeah i'd have to go for gingerbread cookies especially if they're in the shape of a little person i do like that you know biting the arm off i don't know why but i like how you have a specific type of gingerbread cookie that you'd like to eat can't be a circle gingerbread cookie it's got to be in the shape of a person think of it like a, a gingerbread voodoo doll you know yes getting a good snack attacking your enemies win-win <laughs> that's you know what that's totally valid I like decorating the gingerbread cookies, like the little gingerbread people. Gingerbread houses are difficult, but that's another topic. For me, my answer to this question is neither. I don't really like gingerbread. I'll eat it, but I don't really like it. And candy canes are such a pain to eat. Like if I'm going to eat mint, I'd rather chew gum. And I'm just like, I'm not big on sweets. I like salty snacks better. So gingerbread cookies and candy cane, not for me. Yeah, I would lean more towards chocolate than like kind of a, you know, it's like cookie with chocolate chips, that sort of thing. I'd go for that rather than like the hard gingerbread or the hard candy cane. And also candy cane looks nice decoratively. To me, it's like they shouldn't be, they don't look like they should be really. They look like they should be hung on the tree every year and just stay like that forever, which they probably would with the amount of sugar in them. You know, they probably never rot away. (laughs) No, and they're shrink wrapped too, so... Oh, yeah. See, plastic. They would keep forever and ever and ever. So bad. So bad. And on that happy note, let me go to my next question. Would you rather celebrate Christmas for a whole year or once every five years? Once every five years. Hands down. I enjoy Christmas, but as we as we previously stated, I enjoy the ambiance of Christmas and I like having the aesthetic of it but I'm not really big onto receiving presents. I enjoy giving people presents. Like if I find something in the store and I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this person, I'll get it for them. I don't mind giving presents, 
but the stress that comes with giving and receiving presents and then the whole like i mean christmas you're preparing for christmas for like four or five months let's be real here so if i was celebrating for an entire year just absolutely not but also i think once every five years is good because in between that time, you can get together with family for other reasons and have a nice meal or just see them just because or whatever. There's so many things that you can do in between that time. Also money. Who wants to spend money on Christmas stuff for an entire year? Yeah, I think if you had it for one year, you wouldn't want to see it again for, for five years. Especially if you think about the fact that by about August, even earlier sometimes, they're usually already playing Christmas music in shops. Could you imagine a year of Christmas? And I like Christmas. I'm one of those people who will start Christmas music early if I'm listening to it myself, but I don't want to see the same crap song in every shop I go in, you know? And obviously the price goes up every time it's Christmas. It's like, oh, Christmas time, poof, massive markup. So yeah, I think it'd even be more enjoyable having it once every five years because you'd really enjoy it. You'd feel- anticipate it. Yes. You'd be actually looking forward to it. Yeah, and that, you could you could afford all the presents you have to buy <laughs> rather than having to take out three loans just to manage it anymore. Right. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving always gets overlooked. Like the moment Halloween ended was the day that they put up the Christmas decorations and stuff in all the stores. And it's like, well, what about Thanksgiving? Come on, man. I can't have anything about this because obviously we don't have Thanksgiving. You don't have Thanksgiving? No, it's an American thing. Really? Yeah, isn't it about when the pilgrims and the and the Native Americans? But Canada has Thanksgiving. They just have it in October. I don't know, but no, it's it's definitely an American. It's an American thing. Where because I thought that was the whole point. It was it was a time when the pilgrims and the Native Americans sat down and had a meal and and that. So we don't have that. It's like you guys don't have bonfire night because that's an English thing where someone tried to blow up Parliament. So you guys don't have bonfire night. I mean, you're explaining it to me and it makes total sense that it would be an American thing, but I never, I never knew that. I thought everywhere it was only. <laughs> it's like thinking everywhere has Independence Day and really everyone has Independence Day from Britain. So, yeah. Wow. I don't know whether to feel amazed that I learned something new or <laughs> stupid that I had to learn something new. <laughs> from your British friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm going to, you know, just go on to the final question so that I no longer feel dumb. (laughs) Would you rather have a real tree you have to decorate yourself or a fake tree beautifully decorated for you? Oh, this is such a tough question because I, the fake trees are obviously all plastic. And I, as an environmentalist, I hate the concept of all these plastic trees. But obviously a real tree is a tree that's been cut down, although usually they are like literally grown for that. I'm also really lazy and I hate decorating trees. I also, it never looks as good as, as other people's. So the idea of someone decorating it for me and it being beautiful sounds really good. I, uh, I don't know. I guess I appreciate it. Again, I wrote this question down. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm going to go with real tree that I decorate myself. Real sustainable tree that comes from a place where they grow them specifically for this. Just to make myself feel a little bit better. <laughs> I have to agree with you on that one because while I do feel bad that the trees are getting cut down, I, I'm going back to the whole aesthetic thing about Christmas. I love coming home at the end of the day and walking into my house and smelling the pine needles. It's such a nice smell. It makes the, the house feel more homey. And 
obviously my mom always has Christmas music playing on a loop. So you walk in and it's just like Christmas and it just, it feels good. It's a good feeling, but also I don't think as, as we have discussed in many other episodes, I am a bit of a control freak. So I don't think I would like having somebody decorate a tree for me. And also it's kind of a tradition with my sisters and my parents that we all decorate the tree together. My dad will put the lights up with one of us, you know, helping him, meaning getting in the way and he'll get aggravated. So that's fun. And then once the lights are on, he'll leave because he doesn't like putting up the ornaments. Most of our ornaments are from when we were young. So they're a, we have a ton of handmade ornaments and stuff. So compared to other people's Christmas trees, which can be bare or they have actual ornaments hanging up, our tree usually looks like a mess. Like it looks like a bunch of preschoolers just got together and just threw stuff on. But it's our tree. So like that's how I imagine decorated Christmas tree with all the handmade ornaments. And also it's another tradition that every year our parents get us a new ornament to put on the tree. So we have a ton of our own ornaments that we put on. That's all. I like the idea of having like a new ornament each year. It's almost like you can sort of like, oh, well, it's from this year, that's from last year, that's from the year before. And you can have like almost like a memory of each of them. I love that. We, years and years and years and years ago, because I'm very old, when I was younger, we did help with the tree when it was a small fit together plastic one. And that was fine. And then we got to a certain age when my mum decided that she really liked to decorate the tree because there would always be a theme and a colour scheme. And it stopped being, come and help. And it was just, no, leave it. Just just back off. Don't touch it. You're doing it wrong. And then, the tree, I mean, don't get me wrong, her trees are incredible. So if, if anyone can decorate a tree beautifully, it is my mother. She has the perfect eye for it. She always gets the really good colour schemes, whether it's like gold and tartan or blue and silver. She just has these beautiful trees. And we always, every year we get a photograph of it. Even though I'm going back over to see it, I will always get a photo of it because that's what she does. And they are beautiful. And the problem is when you see that all the time, when it comes to your own tree, it never looks as good. Never looks as good. It always looks like, you know, some sort of scratchy cousin of a tree. Uh, when decorated although I did learn was it two years two years ago that's how bad it is that a tree looks better if there's no tinsel or string on it you can have lights but apparently I used to see these trees and think oh they're so beautiful why do these trees look so gorgeous and then it took me many years to acknowledge that the trees that looked the best were the ones that didn't have strings of tinsel over them it was just ornaments and baubles and things and lights because tinsel is really cute cool and cute and everything but it just, I don't know, it just changes the aesthetic a bit. And it, yeah, it, 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 about two years ago when it really dawned on me, that, if I wanted a really good aesthetic, that was what I needed to do. But by that time, we'd have cats that long and nowhere to be able to put any form of tree up without it being chewed, damaged, broken, puked on. So yeah, we, we don't have a tree for any holiday, just no. Yeah, that's fair. And I have to agree, I I think the trees look better without tinsel or garland or ribbon. The past couple of years, my mother has been putting ribbon on our tree and it does look nice, but I do like them to be bare. And also tinsel, if you have animals at home, tinsel is a no-go. Absolutely not. Like, because God forbid, if your dog or your cat or any animal gets at it and ingests it, forget it. So, no. Yeah, we figured that out with with ribbon that we thought was high enough upon a tree years and years and years ago that the cat wouldn't be able to get it. But she got it and she really loved ribbon. And it was literally like you could hold a ribbon and blink and half it was down her throat because she'd have come over from somewhere and managed to get most of it in her mouth and down her throat. And you're like, I, I blinked. That was all I did. And you were in another room. How have you done that? <laughs> so, 
so yeah but uh no as i said yeah decorate yourself so at least then you've got a bit of like a bit of you in there and a bit of how you want it and and a real tree because yeah it does have a nice smell although it's annoying when you know it, it sort of sneezes in its own way and then some of those pine needles everywhere you're like seriously how how is that i've just vacuumed yeah that's the only downside to having a real tree is especially is well first of all bringing it into the house is annoying but then also when you take it down and then you just have you're finding pine needles for months <laughs> so see in, in a way yeah you are celebrating christmas for a whole year if you think about it there's <laughs> always those little remnants of it <laughs> Yeah, you're still sweeping them up when you bring the next tree in. There it is. There it yes. goes. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. I think with that, we've asked enough of these questions. So let's turn it over to you people. What are your answers to these questions? Drop them in the comments so we can have a chat about it. As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to get some extra content, do check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer Podcast. You can support our show and for as little as $1 a month, get extra bonus content. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Half Empty Notebooks. Keep buying more. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.